Because he's very talented. Man. I just want to start the podcast sounds. off with that quest. He's a real crowd pleaser. <laughs> I mean, speaking I can... speaking of crowd pleasers, pleasers, before you say that, welcome <laughs> back to Fourth and Goal, the only fantasy fan, uh, football fantasy football podcast that is a true crowd pleaser. Um, oh, and uh, it's official, boys. It's finally playoffs. Playoffs for everybody. <laughs> playoffs. Playoffs. Yes, we're talking it's about playoffs. playoffs. Like we said last week, ours started uh, in week thirteen because week seventeen is a trash week to end your playoffs on. Lots of terrible things have happened. Uh, you lose championships off of that because Tom Brady sits. But whatever. Um, let's not talk about the past. Uh, we're gonna do these game balls real quick, and then we're gonna head on into the. First official uh, fantasy football playoff uh, episode. So uh, I guess I'll kick us off because uh, my game ball actually was the last player to play on uh, Monday night. And that's your boy, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck playing them Jets. The Jets, they, (laughs) they said it all season. Jets can't cover the pass. And Andrew Luck said, yeah, I'll prove them right. 278 yards and four touchdowns in the game. And he did that all in three quarters. Uh, also ran the ball three times for 26 yards. Uh, that's a 29 in standard fantasy uh, leagues. In our league, that was a 37 to kick off my playoffs right. Um, and I can't stress it enough. Only three quarters, beautiful. Andrew Luck looked like a true stud. So he's getting my game ball this week. And he's a good choice. Probably could have given it to Dwayne Allen. He caught three of Andrews, four touchdowns. Oh, oh my yeah. God. He, he Nobody covered... Well, Darren he's Lee did not cover him. Nobody wanted to cover Dwayne Allen. He just snuck in every single time. Oh, the the last one, that was a dope catch. But the other two, he was wide open. Nobody on him for like seven yards. Dwayne Allen, I could have easily gave it to, but... When you're catching the ball, somebody's got to be throwing it to you. They and that somebody easy. just happened to be Andy. <clears throat> Truly accurate. All right, well, with my game ball, I'm giving it to the other quarterback who threw four touchdowns. Who that there? That there. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it. It's Joe Flacco. No. Bro Flacco yeah. and Ash. Worst quarterback in the league. Oh, How did he throw four? Did they play Cleveland? Uh, Yeah, no. They so played Miami. played Miami. I know. I yes, lost that game, uh, that game pick last week. SMH. Actually... I forget if I got that one right. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll get to the game picks later. Uh, But Joe against Miami threw for 381 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Uh, In our league, got him a 37, which was the number one score in fantasy this week, tied with Andrew Luck. That's right. To go along with our introduction song, that is a crowd pleaser. That's a crowd pleaser for the twenty four percent of uh, leagues that actually or teams that own Joe Flacco, and I'm sure like the ten percent that started him. If that, (laughs) but uh, I figure Joe deserves a game ball first one of the year, Uh, first time throwing more than three touchdowns this year, and only did that one time. Threw for two touchdowns one time. The rest of his games were either one touchdown or zero. So. He finally does a little something, and I figure I'll let him get the game ball this week for being the top fantasy scorer. By the way, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, uh, and Stitcher. Stitcher and SoundCloud, and subscribe on and YouTube. 
and rate us and do all that stuff because I forgot to say it before. Yeah, we forgot that, and uh, we were in such a rush. We also forgot to introduce ourselves, but I mean, if you don't know the voices by now, you're pretty crazy. Not a fan. We're we're pretty popular. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But let me throw the assist over to Slade. You got a pick for me? I might have a a game ball for you, dude. Okay. By the way, I am Pace, in case anyone was wondering. Uh, well, Matt Winsley. Nobody cares. <laughs> wow. No one cares about your name over there, dude. That's why I'm not going to say it. Ooh, crazy, crazy. If you guys are done rambling, I got a hell of a game ball right here. Go ahead. Listen to this. Okay, I'm listening. It's a young bull out of Chicago, Jordan Howard. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. My dude snapped for a season <laughs> high of a 29 in fantasy points in our league. That's a half-point uh, half PPR league. Mm. Uh, he had 32 carries against San Francisco for 117 yards mm. and three tugs all on the ground. It was incredible. He made Chip look like a, the jackass that he is. Three what? Three tugs. No catches this week. He's usually very efficient in PPR, but he didn't really need that production. Like I said, uh, a 29, which I believe led all running backs this week. Right. So, yeah, I'm definitely going with Jordan Howard, especially with that uh, that big win against Chia. Now down the snow, that was a cool game. Yeah. It was awesome, yeah. And Unfortunately, I, I faced uh, him in my first playoff game this week, but what can you do, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And on a side note, Kaepernick threw for five yards before getting benched in that game. Why That's are you talking about my game ball? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I, I was actually trying to pick Kaepernick. A man a who, fat I was going to lead it off with a man who only played three quarters. Yeah. And Two put points. up four yards. Four yards and got yeah. sacked five times. <laughs> <laughs> and only had five passes. What a G. True G. Nah, but my real one is, I was going to go with T.Y. Hilton, Ooh. who had nine catches for 146 yards. But uh, another Colt. I wanted to go with somebody new. So okay. I'm going to put somebody up here who hasn't been on the list all year for Appreciate good that. reasons. Thomas Rawls. Thomas Running Rawls. back for the Seattle Seahawks. He had 15 carries for 106 yards with two tugs. Mm. Two tugs. Putting up a 23 spot and then a half point PPR. He had a catch for 12 yards. Finally looked like the Thomas Rawls that everyone drafted him for in the third or fourth round this year. Uh, We'll have to see if that remains to be the point, if he is actually back in his form. It'd be nice to see for the last four games that he is because I would like to take him next year. But we'll have to see. And so, yeah, he's uh, the second highest scoring running back this week, so I'd like to give it to him. Third. Yeah, beat me. <laughs> That's a good one, dude. I actually didn't see him down there, but... Uh, hey, Thomas Rawls is a good one. He went off against the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, popped off. I like that. Not that. I like that a lot. Made him look like Swiss cheese. <laughs> He really did. That's usually a strong run defense as well. No doubt. Carolina? Yeah. They were without Keith Lee. Yeah. That's but still, key. man, for him to go off like that with two tugs on the ground, you know I love it. No doubt. Yeah, so that, uh, that'll that wrap up game balls, you guys. Anything to add before we move on? I hate Chris Collinsworth. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought that everybody hated Chris Collinsworth. That's just like a known thing. I hate his jacket. What happened to John Madden, dude? I know this, he would never get a Thursday night game for a he died. Did he? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think he did. 
It just seems like that. You haven't heard anything from kooky old Madden in years. I mean, it's probably chilling at Brett Favre's wedding still right now, pounding chicken nuggets. They're so probably somewhere in Wisconsin watching this game right now. Easy. I hope. In the Did news. you guys see that uh, video Brett Favre posted congratulating Tom Brady? for? Yeah, for his 201st win. That video was uh, hilarious. No. You didn't see it? No, it was probably classic. Dude, it was t- it was classic. Do we I, might have find, I might need to find that real quick. I know exactly where it is. Soundboy would be cool. Yeah, well... Favre, Favre is a hilarious man. He's is a, a great is quarterback. A drug dude. addict, probably. Not I don't that care, right? In this video, he looks like a drug true... addict or alcoholic. They both the same devil. Yeah, I remember when Joe Namath came on the TV and he was wasted and he tried was to kiss on, uh, it. Uh, I think uh, Aaron Andrews or Rachel Nichols or something like that. I think it was the who's the one? Cold Susie Colbert. You're right. Yeah, was, <laughs> and he was like trying to kiss her. Yeah, he was throwing the mat. He's like, you're so pretty. I, I, I want to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in that big. Big ass fur coat too. Yeah, a straight player. Joe Namath is a pimp. Yeah, one of the worst quarterbacks likes. ever to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, you right. throw a pass in the second half. I've got it for you guys. Over. You want it? Yeah, yeah I hear a little bit of it. Let's, I would uh, let's love get into to that. see You're that. Best man. Drunk. Congrats and best of luck the rest of the year. Uh-huh. Hey Tom, just wanted to say congratulations on two oh one. Wow, what an achievement! You're the best man. Congrats and best of luck the rest of the year. Hey, God, Tom, where is he? Like some African safari? Say. Like, what is that sketchy, like, fence in the background, dude? Where is he even at? I noticed the lack of emotion in his face yeah. during the Probably whole He season. looked like Eli Manning <laughs> celebrating Peyton's Super Bowl. Like, yeah, but he, if, he, if he, he like, had no emotion at all, almost a single fulfill. The person filming that definitely had a gun pointed at him. Probably Tom Brady himself. Yeah. You know how much that or commissioner to, to fucking uh, to congratulate Tom Brady on breaking, uh, well, Peyton Manning already did but another person breaking Brett Favre's record <laughs> Brett Favre hates that yeah Brett Favre was probably just pissed forever. off and he was he like played... they're like you know what would be a good move publicity stunt you should congratulate him yeah. be a good sport he played 20 years for a reason he was trying to get every record he had to congratulate Peyton Manning he didn't want to congratulate Tom Brady he succeeded people. at most interceptions ever. That'll probably never be broken. Definitely not. It's yeah. like 400. Yeah, Bortles has a couple. <laughs> <years>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Bortles is going to get that, that big of a shot. Long yeah. in the career if it exactly. continues, though. True, he ain't no Brett Favre. <laughs> but <laughs> enough guy, about man. Bortles. Enough about Favre. Let's move on with the show. We're talking uh, week 14 now. Like I like I said, that. start of the fantasy playoffs. Step into the future. Most. Let's get it in. I need some points, mm. Bass. And, uh... We got some big news coming out of Minnesota this week. Okay. Um, after last week's game, found out that uh, Harrison Smith is now out All for uh, the foreseeable S- future. Um, they don't have. I didn't see a timeline on that, but yeah, with a high ankle sprain, uh, and that is really bad news uh, for Vikings defense fantasy owners. Uh, huge piece, arguably their best player on the, uh, the defense this year, uh, every year in and out. So, that brought the question up for me. Um, and I have to know, I have the Vikings defense. I might not be in the playoffs, but play, can the uh, fantasy football owners in the playoffs rely on the Vikings defense without Harrison Smith for the, rest of the, uh, for the rest of the year? Now, their next four games, the essential uh, four games this year, are at Jacksonville, home against Indianapolis, at Green Bay, and then finish up against Chicago. So you're seeing two pretty decent matchups right there. Um, even Jacksonville is pretty good at defense. At, um, pretty good on defense at home. Um, 
And Indianapolis and Green Bay both have uh, really good offenses. Chicago, I mean, you're versing Matt Barkley. Um, can't really say much about him. But uh, can can you actually count on this defense uh, to start every week and still put you up uh, points? What do you guys say? Nisnall. I would say no. And they were bad before he even left. I mean, I last week they did put up a 10. They were uh, sliding a little bit. They had that negative 2, the 3, and then the 2 again Terrible. in uh, three weeks. But then, like I said, last week they put up a 10 against... Against Dallas, man. Against Dallas. But honestly, in the six weeks going back to that, besides their 22-point output, they have a combined five points in four weeks. I mean, to me, that's mm-hmm. atrocious. You know what I mean? I just... With another big injury uh, to one of their key secondary guys, I just don't think this... Especially with the tough matchups. At Jacksonville on the road, that could potentially be a tough matchup for them. Indianapolis at home is definitely a tough matchup. At Green Bay, the next three I feel like are devastating. If you're lucky enough to be in the playoffs still with the Vikings defense going starting for you, I feel like, I don't mean... To get all the way to that Chicago game, which is the sweet matchup at the end of the year, I just feel as though... They're not worth dropping, but uh, yeah, I would get rid of them for a, a better defense, like the Falcons right now. Who um, I believe they play the Rams no and doubt San Francisco the, the next few weeks. They're a team you could look at to stream, or uh, maybe even the Jets, who I believe play San Fran this week. Dude, I don't even know if you can trust them for that Chicago game. They put up a negative two against Chicago. Yeah, but yeah, that Chicago was has changed quite a, uh, quite a bit. I actually believe yeah. that was Hoyer. Our, yeah, and Hoyer was actually the best of the three. Was that Hoyer? But yeah, Barkley. Uh, Bar- There's a reason Barkley. No, that was got Cutler. Like two, two, three times already. That was Cutler's first game back, but Cutler out. So Cutler actually killed it. Uh, his first game back, I do remember. And then he that. reverted back to his usual self. Yeah, I mean, he's Jay Cutler. He can't play like good every game. Come on now. Well, if can't you're expect that. if you're an owner this week, do you still start the Vikings against the Jags? Probably the Jags give the ball away frequently. <laughs> I think I would start him for sure. Yeah, even um, with the safety gone, I think you still you still. If do. I didn't have a better option, maybe, but this I might don't be know. The Jacksonville plays a little bit better at home, and I don't know. Yeah, Vikings think... have been struggling lately. I can see without Harrison Smith this week, yeah. uh, Blake Bortles having a big game. I can just see it being low scoring. A lot of times when the defenses against Jacksonville give up or don't score a lot in fantasy, it's because towards the end of the game when Jacksonville's down a lot, they start getting the garbage time uh, stats, and you just kind of lose your fantasy. Points. I played um, Titans D against the Jags on that Thursday night game a while back. Yeah. And Titans D going into the game with like five minutes left in the fourth had like a 15 Dude, or something. That, it was close to a shutout at yeah. that point. And then Jacksonville scored three touchdowns at the end. Yeah, just some <laughs> BS stuff like that. So I'm saying this week, Minnesota, I don't really like their offense. I don't see them scoring a lot against the Not Jags. And I don't also see the Jags winning. So I think it'll be a low-scoring Vikings win, which might look good for Vikings defense mm-hmm. in fantasy. Now, I'll tell you right now, I got the Vikings defense. I'm starting them over um, the Patriots. Um, I think you can start them this weekend against Chicago, but no way against Green Bay and Indianapolis. I completely agree with that statement. Okay. Uh, so, what's that, 2-2? Two two? Yes. Nobody agrees with nothing. No. Um, <laughs> it's, it's tough. There's not a lot of defenses out there that... Um, you could stream a defense, but Minnesota with their sack game and Xavier Rhodes is still one of the best corners in the league. They might be able to get it done. It's gonna you're gonna have to wait and see. Don't play them against Indian Green Bay. That's all I can say. If you can go get the Falcons or Detroit, go get that for your playoff run. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. if you've the liking the state. Otherwise, mm-hmm. sit pretty. 
Yeah, Falcons are looking Vikings, pretty right now. Vikings D are still the number one defense. Yeah. And uh, another thing that caught my eye this week, um, so the Denver Broncos recently picked up Justin Forsett. This is actually a second team, third team to pick him up this year. The Ravens, uh, Lions, and now the Broncos. I was actually and pretty surprised, sorry, on a side note, that uh, the Lions gave up on him so quick, so quick. Yeah. especially yeah. with their struggles in the run game. Still, they're they awful. only seem to keep him. I believe they're the worst rushing team in the NFL. Like Twenty yards a game. Barely gave him a chance at all. But they really are more of a passing team, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, but um, then it came out this week that Gary Kubiak actually said that he said he said or claims that Justin Forsett is going to split carries with Devontae Booker, kind of like what Bibbs did. Before he got injured. Yeah. So, that's interesting. I don't know what he means by the split. I'm not buying it. But, um... Is there any fantasy value right now for Justin Forsett based on what Kubiak said? No. You don't think so? Absolutely not, dude. Not not during playoff time, dude. If this was early in the season, I would say maybe put a waiver on the guy. uh, Keep an eye on him. Throw him in the watch list. But... This late in the year, I'm not taking a chance on maybes. I'm definitely not starting him. Maybe pick him up for the bench if you're thinking maybe he starts doing something, but I, I'm not starting him this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Would you? I'm not saying this week. Um, definitely a guy you can go and grab. Yeah. Uh, wait and see. Like I said, he said splitting time, but it's very iffy. You can change your mind just like that uh, to where Kubiak just plays Booker. Um but he could also be a man of his word. He said um, they're going to split. Justin Forsett isn't a bad back. Just look at him uh, two years ago because I'm pretty sure he wasn't that great last year. The reason the Ravens cut him. But um, definitely he actually guy wasn't terrible. No, he, he had just, around he 900 yards and like five or six touchdowns. He, 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 just, uh, he had an injury towards the end of the year and just had a, a slightly down year. He was on a top five back uh, the year before. Yeah, I mean... The year that you had been talking about. He's got talent. He's a little old now, though. Yeah, I was going to just say, running backs tend to age very quickly. So whether he produced last year and into this year, it really doesn't make much of a difference because, like I said, they age fast. But, I mean, I do take into effect a little bit of what Kubiak said about them splitting carries. But at the same time, you also have to look at Devontae Booker's production. I mean, the dude hasn't averaged over like 3.2 yards per carry since he took over. It might even be less than that since he took over for C.J. Anderson. So I can see them definitely trying to instill some more life into the running game and possibly by feeding Forsett. Maybe he'll perform better in the zone run scheme that Kubiak has, but I it remains to be seen. I, I don't even know if I'd pick him up, but I mean, it might be worth a shot if you're really lacking in running backs for fantasy. But if you're not, I would say leave him. Yeah, there's a lot of injuries this year to running backs that we. That's what you really got to remember. Um, yeah, you never know. Like it, that's football. You, you could win a job in literally one day. You have Bob one Kelly. good game and you're the starter for the the rest of the game. Yeah, maybe the rest up. of your career. You never know. Um, but All yeah, right. I think Justin Forsett's interesting to stash right there. Yeah, if you have someone to drop, definitely I'll pick him up. Yeah. All right. Move on? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Uh so this is the end of the regular season was last week, so um I think we're gonna do a uh little new it's not really a segment, I guess, but um let's talk about re- we're gonna pick our regular season and M- uh fantasy MVPs for this year. 
Yeah, strictly um, fantasy. MVPs. Just fantasy right now. Um, there's still a lot of games to go in the real NFL. I'm not picking an MVP at this moment. One, so, um, like I said, who is your guys' fantasy uh, MVP this year? Does anybody want to kick us off? Uh, I can kick off the debates. All right, who are you picking? Who's your MVP this year? Uh, I'm giving my fantasy MVP this year to the third-ranked running back in fantasy, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Round of applause, sir. You had a great year. Averaging 18.3 points per game in our half-point PPR league. Like I said, third-ranked running back. Um, Just had a killer year. He was ranked, uh, or not ranked, his average draft position was around 58, 50, uh, 60 in in that range there, so... Not only is he putting up the numbers, but you got great value because you could have picked some other starters way ahead of him. Uh, I'll give you some some uh, season totals so far for the man. He's at 992 rushing yards uh, with 10 rushing touchdowns. That is a, what is it, 251 attempts. So he's averaging four yards a carry. Not bad. Um, and then receiving. He has another 419 yards receiving with two receiving touchdowns. So 12 total touchdowns on the year. Uh, getting close to 1,500 total yards on the year. Um, and just a monster. A fantasy fiends. I feel like he's scoring 20, 25, 30 a week, and I love it. Wish I picked him. Consistent, super consistent, especially for a running back. Um, and I love the value, too. It's you know it's not a first-round guy where you expected it. It's kind of he has some questions coming in. Um, and he proved himself, so I'm sure he'll be taking... First round next year, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. And that's my MVP. Round of applause, Melvin Gordon. Or G. Yeah, Melvin Gordon, definitely. First yeah. round next year? I don't know about that. You don't think? I can see him, man. If he finishes a top three back, running backs always go high, man. I can, def- I can see him going maybe even top five. Yeah, it's absolutely insane that he didn't score one touchdown last year. And, and he's got 12. Off for, yes, 12 Dude, touchdowns already. Even with Danny Woodcock coming back. Even Ooh. with Danny Woodcock. Is he coming back, back this year? He better no, he's be. He's going to be coming back next year. Oh. And Melvin turned into the PPR fiend after. I mean, you, Melvin Gordon is a two-year player now. Danny Woodhead's been in the league for eight years. You start Melvin Gordon no matter what. That is your future right there. Um, especially if you're trying to get uh, Rivers a chip before he retires. you got to start Melvin Gordon. They're going to give Danny Woodhead his catches, but... Your premier back is Melvin. He's a receiving back. All right, well, um, I like that, yeah. Melvin Gordon. That's a nice uh, fantasy MVP. Uh, I'm actually going to kick us off, and in, I'm not going to go with uh, running back. Originally, I was. But I'm going to go with the number one receiver in uh. the league, and that is the man, Antonio Brown. Wow. Antonio Brown, there is a reason this man was drafted number one in most ESPN leagues. And that is because Antonio Brown gets points, mm. especially in PPR. Yes, sir. In PPR, this it leagues this year, he has gone for 20 in... How many? Five games already. Wow. A 28, a two twenties, a 28, and a 29 and a half. He has... 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 touchdowns on the year. Mm. And he's gone for double-digit catches in two games, 12 and 14. How many multiple touchdown games? Do you see that there? Multiple touchdown games? Give yeah, me how many? Give me a second. I just pressed out by accident. One, two, three multiple touchdown games. He has uh, two, touchdown, uh, two touchdowns twice in this year, and mm. then that three touchdown, unfortunately, against Indianapolis. 
Give me uh give me his high and his low for the year. High and low. Yeah, the high low, and low. Uh, for Ant Brown. He has uh, scored single digits um, in three games. He has a, fi- a two times he's scored a five. Okay. Actually, only two games he's scored a five. <laughs> Other right. than that, he hasn't been under eleven. He's gotten eleven every. Uh, Every other uh, eleven plus every other game. All right. So wait, his lows a five. What's his high? High twenty nine and a half. Twenty nine and a half. Not bad. And that's an a- that's an average of seventeen and a half points in PPR. Seventeen and a half. Wow. This man, there's a reason. Like I said, there's a reason you drafted him number one, and that is because he is fantasy MVP material. And Brown getting my nod. Yeah, that's a great MVP pick for the season. Uh, best wideout, definitely so reliable. He's guaranteed points every week. He earned his number one pick this year. He never gets injured. Yeah, never gets injured. Ben loves him. Uh, what else can you say? He just fiends. That's ben about loves, it. Loves his AB. Yeah. Business stays booming for AB. He had to get he gets two or three touchdowns a week. And Brown is a major key in every Pittsburgh victory. True. But all right, that's uh. Amp Brown Spotlight, who is your fantasy MVP? Whoever's ready. I'm ready. All right, Slade, who's your fantasy MVP? Fantasy MVP, man, it was easy for me. I'm going with the number one overall player in standard leagues and running back in most leagues, uh, PPR or non, and that's going to be David Johnson for the Cardinals. Mm. I mean, it's crazy. Like This guy had 500 yards uh, as a rookie. And he was projected to go, like, top five in most of the drafts that I was in. I actually don't think he made it past six in any of the drafts I participated in. Yeah. And, like, the dude lived totally up to his expectations. In a half PPR league, he averages 23 points per game. In PPR leagues, it's probably even more. Mm-hmm. Um, in standard leagues, he averages, I think, 21 or 22, which leads standard league scoring. And the guy's just a freak. He's got 1,000 rush yards already with 11 rushing touchdowns. And on the other side of his game, man, the guy's a complete player. 704 receiving yards. Better than some of the top targets in the league right now. And he's got four receiving touchdowns. Like, completely, 64 catches, by the way. Completely respectable receiving numbers as well. This guy was just a receiver. He's having a great year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I have to get with him. David Johnson is just dominant every facet of the game, man. Yeah, and I know people picked him because of that. I know you're gonna hate this. He, they picked him because of that Philly game. He had that last year. Yeah, that was his breakout game, game against for sure. Philly, and everybody saw he was gonna be a stud. Draft him early, and it paid off for uh, a lot of fantasy owners this year. He has absolutely carried that terrible Cardinals offense. Yeah, to me, I mean, uh, complete PPR back is the ideal player in fantasy, and David Johnson is that guy. He would probably be the first overall pick in fantasy next year, in my mm-hmm. opinion. What is he oh, average? If I get one out. In definitely. standard leagues, he averages, Craig, sorry, let me get that number for you. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, in our half PPR league, David Johnson is getting you about 23.3 points a game. That's, That's filthy, literally dude. absurd. That is filthy. He is a non-quarterback, by the way. Everyone should know this. <laughs> Um, in standard scoring, he still he leads all of standard scoring with twenty point six points a game. Yeah, it's it's incredible, man. The guy has uh, it looks like seven twenty plus point scoring affairs of the year with his low seven. being his low being a ten. This man has yet to be in single digits in, oh. in even standard league. Low being a ten. What's his high? His uh, high is thirty. Oh. 31. 31 Ooh. high, 10 low. That 31. is amazing. Dude. Yep. That's a great spread. No and doubt. he has 229, so he's on the cusp of 30 Ooh. nearly three times. A 27 wow. in the midst. 
Uh, another 22. Yeah, the guy's just been a baller all year, man. Yeah, and uh, another crazy stat about that. Only David Johnson and Ezekiel Elliott have been um, have scored 10-plus points in every single game this year as a non-quarterback. Yeah, it's funny you said fantasy. Zeke. He would have been my MVP. That's, that's who I was going to say, but I, I loved me some man Brown. And Brown's some dirt. All right, Craig, wrap us up. Who's your MVP pick this year? All right, my MVP is the old man himself, Brew Breeze. Wow. Breezy. Down in New Orleans. Slanging. My man, my man, has thrown for 300 or more yards in 8 out of 12 games. He's got 30 touchdown passes to 11 peaks. And he's gone over 30 points, one, two, three, four, five, six times. Mm-hmm. And he's hit 40, one, two, two times. So let's go to his complete statistics. He's completing 71.4% of his passes. Ooh. What, underneath 10 yards? No. Wait, yeah, what kind of, there's no way he's completing 70. 71.4%. Completion percentage. Oh. What's he finna break record for that? No doubt. 3,900 y- yards. Uh-huh. Averaging eight yards a pass. I like that. And uh, his longest pass is for 98 yards. So it uh, doesn't get much better than that. He's only been sacked 19 times. And his uh, quarterback rating is 105. Oh, uh, a lot of people were counting Drew Brees out. Probably didn't draft him as early as normal. Because he's, what is he, 39 now? He's really old. old. 37. 37 years old. And uh, he's about to turn 38 in January. And so a lot of people passed him by, but he's averaging 26 points per game as a quarterback right now in our league. 26.3. And if you have him, he wins you games every week because, like I said, he's gone over 36 times. So getting 30-plus points is a big boost Uh, in one player on your team. Massive. So, what was the touchdown-to-interception ratio? 30 to 11. 30 My to God. 11. That's yeah. nice. That's, That's nice. almost as nice as Andrew Lux. I don't actually know Andy's. I was just saying. You should shut your mouth. Uh, he I also has 52 years. passes of over 20 yards. That's incredible. Man. And six over 40. Wow. Cool. Yeah, Drew Brees so is really standing. going off the year. He's had like a renaissance season, man. He yeah. had a down year last year, a little bit banged up. But this year, man, he's completely came back and he's going off. Yeah, he is going... Him. It's and impressive. He, it's probably because he has his best receiver he's seen in like years. Michael Thomas looks like the truth. Rookies putting up numbers. But yeah, Drew Brees, Hall of Famer. <clears throat> First ballot, easy. Definitely. No Drew doubt, Brees. dude. He, he does this. On a side note, guys, before we move on, do you guys want to hear something scary? So yeah. our four MVPs were Andrew Luck... Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, and Drew Brees. Um, in our league, the the Shed Session League, um, Huff, the team Huff and Doback has Drew Brees, David Johnson, and Melvin Gordon. He is three out of our oh four MVPs. God. No doubt. This man might have the championship locked up pretty much. No dude. doubt. That's the whole reason he's been successful. He has three out of our four MVPs. Like, my... Lord. Yeah, I mean, David Johnson gets him an average of 20 points. Drew Brees gets him an average of 20 points. And we, and we all knew Bass points. was going to pick someone off of his own team anyway, so his shouldn't even count. I picked Antonio Brown. No, Bass actually Brown. picked Antonio Brown. That's what I was saying. Who, the, who picked Andrew Brown? Well, I didn't mean to say well, I'm just talking about But either way, he's still not on yeah, I mean, I got confused with your game ball. So. I mean, I could definitely pick Andrew Luck. He won me three games this year. No, I, I apologize. You're right. Andrew Luck was your game ball pick. No, yeah, I'm no sorry. Doubt. But Antonio Brown... Uh, well, he deserved it. He's also on BDR's team, which I hate. I mean, actually, no, he's on Stone's team a lot. Never mind. 
Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm glad you're talking about Antonio Brown because that wraps up our MVP, so we're going to hop into another one. Um, end of the regular season, it also means that some guys didn't make it into the playoffs. So, I know, I didn't. And guess what? I'm looking right ahead to next year, ready to win that championship. You're not looking at that loser's bracket? Oh, I mean, I'm going to try and not be the worst team in the league, but, I mean, after that, I don't care. I'm looking... I'm always thinking two steps ahead, trying to win next year. Okay. So you guys got to answer a question for me. Never. I think I'm going to go receiver first next year. But who should I pick? I'm not telling you that. Would you guys rather have next season Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, or Julio Jones? Oh, my gosh. Mike Evans has been going off with Jameis Winston this year. That is the only man, but Cameron Brake gets a little... And Russell Shepard, apparently, he's gone now. Freddie Martino came came in. He's taking a little bit. But other than that, it's pretty much like a 80-20 split. Mike Evans getting the ball. He's really killing it this year. Antonio Brown, like I said, that's my fantasy MVP for this season. You know he's going to get big catches. And then Julio Jones is leading the league in uh, receiving yards this yeah, year. Yeah. So like I said... For those guys who aren't in the playoffs, I'm. You might be thinking the same thing as me. Which of these receivers would you guys go next year? Now I don't want to help you, Ball, because Come I hate here. you. Um, but Hates it's Charlie. clearly, yeah. But when you mean it, you mean it. I clearly, you know you will. I'm clearly between Mike Evans or Antonio Brown solely off the fact that Julio Jones gets injured every uck and year. If it ain't, my man is always hampered every year by something. And if it ain't keeping him out, he does the ball still. But it's sassy. I ain't up with that injury stuff. Not to mention three hundred yard performances. Not to mention he doesn't get the touchdowns that Mike Evans and Antonio Brown get. And as we know for fantasy football, that's the most important stat. I will say real quick that last week Julio Jones actually did outscore Mike Evans. Yes, that's one example. Mike Evans has there, 10 there touchdowns. Be a if I looked into it, but Mike I Evans has 10 either. touchdowns on the year. Like, How many does Julio have? Four? Six? Julio? What's okay. funny is Matt Ryan has thrown more touchdowns than Jameis Winston. Yeah, Truly yeah. accurate. He, he has, has one, one two, three, four, five. Five, five, five touchdowns. So Mike Evans right has here. doubled that. Jesus. And Antonio Brown has 11. So he's leading the league. So And Antonio Brown gets the same amount of yards as Julio, so you have to go with Antonio Brown. But you also look at the volume. Mike Evans has already received 146 targets. Mm. There's still four games left. Oof. Most guys don't get that in a whole season. Yeah. He averages like 13 a game. So looking at volume, I'm between those two. But Antonio Brown is a stud, so probably him. Overall, I think I'm going with Mike Evans. I'm going to go with the, uh, the youthfulness there. I think uh, Jameis Winston and Mike Evans are continuing to... Uh, Get their connection going as uh, they both enter their, I think, third year each in the league next year. Um, See, I'm going to go both. If I could actually pair those two together, ideally uh, pick Jameis a little bit later in the draft, maybe Mike High, first or second round. It's a nice start to my team already. I like what I'm doing. I like what I'm doing right there. So you got Mike Evans and Ann Brown. Who are you feeling based out of these three? Only reason I wouldn't go Julio is because uh, what Craig brought up with the the injuries that would also kill me as well. Hey, seen that Q of your Q of your week? Yeah, having to like question my lineup a little it's bit because Julio Jones is that guy that he always plays t- uh, injured. He's tough, you know what I mean. But yeah. like, you can't bench him. This guy's one of the best players in the league. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I mean, 
I'd, I'd say, for me personally, I think it's still Ant Brown 1, Julio 2, and then Mike Evans 3. Um, the thing is, yes, Julio gets hurt a lot, but Julio Jones, even hurt, is still leading the league in uh, receiving yards this year. Um, he In PPR leagues, he doesn't really get the catches, but in that standard league, all that matters is yards. He gets yards. Um, the touchdowns, it's crazy. Um, I thought he'd have a little more at this point in uh, the year. He has been dealing with those injuries, but I still think he takes the number two. And Mike Evans, the only reason I'm saying that is the I think Tampa Bay is going to heavily invest in getting a couple receivers to help out Jameis Winston get even better. Should we go I game think, by game for you? Game by game? Yeah, you want to read Julio? No, I'm, read here. I'm just saying for this is for next year. Okay. I, I've heard you. I believe Mike Evans is, is pretty good. I think they're. Hilarious. I think eventually Mike Evans' um, targets are gonna dip a little bit when they try and uh, get a make the offense better. They're still a very young team. They ha- they know they need a guy. They can't be running with Vincent Jackson is hurt all the time. You he can't be running with him. That. Yeah, Russell Shepard. I've never heard of this man besides two games. Freddie Martino. I didn't know that man existed. At all. Freddie Martin, who? Pretty much. It's <laughs> all, like, I know Julio doesn't have that great of a cast around him, Mohamed Sanu, and Taylor Gabriel, but at least those guys do do something. And Matt Ryan is the number one guy, so that's why I still got Julio at two. But yeah, I think it's a no question. Ant Brown, gets the, he gets the targets, he puts up the points, he gets the catches in PPR leagues. Gets There's the no touchdowns. For him. He Barely. gets touchdowns. He only has six to five this year, but... Last year he only had six. eight. No, Brown does not have five Brown, I'm sorry. I'm, I was thinking of Julio. He Julio gets no that was my bad. That was my bad. Julio, yeah, yeah. Ant Brown gets mad. Julio touchdown. gets none. He does everything. Yeah. Peace. Did you, uh, I don't know. Julio gets no burn. Yeah, Ant Brown. We've Ant said Brown. a lot, but Ant Brown's my pick for sure. Touchdowns, targets, receptions, yards, everything. Yeah, but if Ben goes down again, Antonio Brown's going to suck. Like uh, Evans, I feel like a ball with any QB. He's large and in charge and shit on Richard Sherman this year. Excuse my French audience. Yeah, I mean, he went for 13 touchdowns his rookie year, and who was there? Not Jameis, that's for Sharks. No, they were drafted the same year, I'm certain. No, no, no. Jameis was the same uh, year as Mike, uh, Johnny Manziel. This is their second year, dog. This is Jameis' second year. I'm not sure if Mike Evans is getting yeah, those targets. You know what? Evans. It might have been a mixture of McCown and somebody it else. It was Glennon and him. Glennon. Yeah, I think Glennon was the starter. Yes, they Wilson. tried to start him for like but two But he years. had 12 touchdowns and 1,000 yards his rookie year with those scrubs. <laughs> oh, I mean, Glennon's got a cannon. Every time they talk about people trying to trade for a quarterback, Glennon is in that uh, conversation. I mean, you never get to see him play because Jameis Winston is the number one uh, overall pick. But you don't know. Glennon could be good. Could also be Brock Osweiler. I completely disagree. You I could also pay him $72 million to do nothing. But all right, we're going to move on from that. Um, and Brown wins. Also was my uh, fantasy MVP, so he also won again. Doesn't but uh, <laughs> we're gonna, another guy, uh, Slade actually brought pick, up David uh, Johnson. Already been, uh, wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Slade brought up David Johnson for fantasy MVP. And like I said, I, uh, I wanted to do Zeke uh, before I knew that Ant Brown wasn't taken up. So I'll give Zeke a little love, and I'll ask you guys this question. Talking about next year again. Who would, uh, which of these running backs would you rather have? And that's actually just the two, David Johnson and Zeke Elliott. Oh, my. The one and two. You. Who do you go with next year? I'll kick us off. I'm going David Johnson. 
I think, and this is my reasoning, not only is he the number one running back right now um, in fantasy, uh, especially the PPR leagues and in standard leagues, Yeah. Um, the Cardinals' offense was good last year. I just think this might be an off uh, year. They got off to a bad start. I don't think Carson Palmer is actually this bad. I think next season mm-hmm. they're going to be a lot better. And if they're a lot better, it opens up that game even more for David Johnson, who really doesn't even need that favor. He doesn't need the game opened up for him anymore. Um, yeah. I think he's going to even take a step up next year. Um, just because I still see Michael Floyd. I think Michael Floyd would be gone. Um, they'll still have Smoke and Larry, but Larry's getting old. I think this is David Johnson's team right now. While the Zeke, it is his team. There's also Dak Prescott there. Both those rookies. And Des Bryant. And Des Bryant, yes. And the Hall of Famer, Jason Wynn. There's a ton of massive star power on that mm-hmm. Dallas offense. Yeah, so personally, I think I'm going David Johnson. I think next year, I'm arguing that I'll pick David Johnson first overall in front of Antonio Brown. Wow. And it comes down to it just because running backs are always getting hurt. Running back is one of the if not the most important position in fantasy. If you don't got running backs, you don't got nothing. I figured that out the hard way. It took me 10 weeks to find a good running back. Yeah. Terrible. I feel you. Now, but, I will say, man, sorry to cut you off, uh, but, like, Zeke's a rookie. He's I can't, can't imagine what he's even, if he continues to develop, what he's even going to be able to accomplish within the next few seasons. That's too much for me at this point. But I probably have to agree with you, so I'll go with David Johnson. Uh, there's a lot more... Actually, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say there's a lot more mouths to feed on the Cowboys offense, but the Cardinals offense has a lot of talent, too. Although, like you said, Michael Floyd might be going and maybe, like, Smoke Brown uh, as well. But, I mean, through 12 games, this guy has 1,700 total yards, David Johnson, mm-hmm. and I think 12 or 13 touchdowns. So he's likely at to uh, finish with over 2,000 yards all-purpose and 15 to 16 touchdowns, with, which isn't a touchdown a game. There's no doubt in my mind that he, in this offense, David Johnson is going to continue to put up these numbers. He is an absolute fiend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, they, they load him up with carries and touches and catches and touchdowns. It's just, I don't know, he's, he's a can't-miss pick. I think he's the first overall pick in the in drafts next year, with Zeke going second. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. Like I said, I think Ant Brown will be up there, especially in the PPR. Um, so he definitely made sure. a claim for that second round, uh, second spot, though. Is anybody going to say uh, make a claim for Zeke for the first spot, though? I mean, no. Uh, Craig, you're going with David, and you're going with David Johnson, it's too? It's too scary, man. It's rookie, you don't know if maybe he's going to be tired after the season and just can't David keep Johnson's up only year. a two-year pro. He was just a rookie last year. Look I what know, he did. Yeah, but he snapped his And he didn't do well. half of what Ezekiel Elliott did. Well, yeah, he also now, didn't start to the last four games of the season, though. I will say I really hope that Zeke out... Uh, I mean, I don't like the Cowboys, but I respect what he's doing. I like to see how he dominates the game. Yeah. Uh, he's just a spectacle to watch. I hope they do not... Uh, he, it's not like a DeMarco Murray effect to where they just... At, just keep pounding him, and he gets so tired that in like two, three years he's ineffective because they just use him too much. But I mean, can you can you even justify cutting his uh, his workload at all? I mean, they have Alfred Morris, and they still don't use him. It's pretty funny. I think David Johnson 
I mean, he gets 100 yards from scrimmage every week. Eh. So you go with him. He's safer. Usually more than that. Because if the Cowboys go down, they're not going to keep pounding the ball. The advantage that the Cowboys have currently is they haven't been in a deficit to the point where they have to stop running the ball. We haven't really seen how that offense works without running through Zeke. Mm-hmm. So until we see Very that, true. I don't think we can make a statement. Yeah, all of their games, even their one losses, have been close pretty yeah. much. They actually don't really blow out a lot of teams either. No, not at all. Which is surprising. Because their defense is booty. It's not terrible. They're, not they're a top five scoring defense. Really? Yeah. They and allow yards. Lar- yards, don't get turnovers or sacks, but they uh, allow like the fifth or fourth uh, least amount of points in the league. Hmm. Intriguing. Which is the most important stat, in my opinion, on defense, is your points are allowed. Mm-hmm. Especially in fantasy, and we're kind of a fantasy points are everything. football player. Yeah, I mean, they can get 500 yards against you if they only score 18 points. That's awesome. True. But yeah, I'm actually surprised when I wrote that one up. I thought it'd be a couple more to Zeke love, but it, I can't argue with it. David Johnson, he does everything while Zeke really doesn't catch the ball. He get he he's been catching a little bit more, but David Johnson, you know he's gonna get them. The play calling yeah. is built around David Johnson. Yeah, Bruce Arians centers the offense around him. It's not really that with Zeke. They're more all of a, a, a team. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like just the one man show. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right. All right. So, uh, enough about them. David Johnson's getting a lot of love tonight as well. Mine yeah. would be like that. Hey. So, <laughs> we're kind of going a little t- into the future, so I'm going to back it up real quick. Back, back, Because w- the playoffs aren't over. Why are we talking about next season? Back to the future. It's just a little interesting. You were getting ahead so, of yourself, um, Paul. Real quick, before Perfect. we do the Hail Marys, um, yeah, I am getting ahead of myself. I'm always two steps ahead. But, um... Before we get in there, there's been some struggling players all season. These guys you drafted high, yeah, and they're just still not doing anything. And it's hard to sit those guys with them big names. But it's finally time. It's time, time read. finally time, yeah, to start asking the question: Can you even rely on these guys if you've made the playoffs? Can you rely on these stars who just have not done nothing? So, I'm going to give you guys a couple players, um, maybe even a reason why they're struggling, just because it's not always on them. Shut up before I smack you. Um, that's the loudest whisper I've ever heard. I hope everybody heard that. But, um, so, like I was saying, because nobody was listening, I'm going to give you guys a couple players, uh, maybe a reason why they're struggling, and you tell me, if you are in the playoffs right now, can you start these guys, or are you sitting them if you got the better options? Okay. And we're going to start out with Brandon Marshall. And I'll tell you right now, Brandon Marshall isn't that bad. Take a seat. His quarterback play is very bad, and now Fitzpatrick has finally been benched for Bryce Petty. Mm. Well, I will oh, say wow. I watched the second half of that Monday night game, and he did not look that much better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is it time to sit Brandon Marshall? I think it was time to sit him five weeks ago. Five weeks ago. Yeah, could you even tell me his stats five for the last five weeks? They're probably terrible. All right, Craig, listen to this. I will. Starting in week eight, this is five games ago, he hit an eight. Six and a half at Miami after that, a three. They had a bye week. He came to play against New England. He had a 15. Last week against Indy, which is a poorest pass defense, he only came up with a six. That is terrible. So you're telling me he averaged like a hot six for five weeks? Oh, uh, yeah, roughly. That's great. In a half PPR league as well. This is in standard. So in score. standard, he averaged even more booty. 
And Sandra Hughes giving you close to nothing. So, like I said, put his ass on the bench. <laughs> it's tough to find a bigger stud than Brandon Marshall, though. He did. And that's what it's makes it sad, doesn't it? It makes it sad when you think about him, DeAndre Hopkins, and Allen Robinson. He's a true G. Don't get me started on Allen Robinson. <laughs> that ghost. Yeah, it's minute, not his fault. The minute Decker play. went down, man. Look at Brock Osweiler. Look at Blake Bortles. Brock Osweiler. Product of the quarterback. The worst quarterback in the league. Ah, it's pretty funny. We'll talk about at least one of those quarterbacks. I could have thrown Allen Robinson in there. Dang. I might even just throw him in. in a nope. Minute. Too late. I already did it. I miss Allen Robinson. He All right. Used, he used to be a great Okay, player. real quick then. <laughs> you got two on there. I'm saying Brandon Marsh. didn't have to do gymnastic moves to try to catch a ball. <laughs> it could be easy for him. It well, could maybe. be so easy. <laughs> hey, get a quick quarterback. Quit paying bums. But <laughs> but uh, I'm going I'm going to sit Brandon Marshall. Bryce Petty, like I said, he looked terrible in that second half. And Indianapolis, they are pretty bad. Um, and we were out our second cornerback and starting free safety. You got no excuses. Bryce Petty, he's starting the next four games, but he isn't much better than Brand, uh, Fitzpatrick. Now on Robinson, I should have benched at the beginning of the season. You never had him. You got another player for us now? Yeah. Wait, did you answer? You bench him, Brandon Marshall? Yeah, I agree with you guys. What about Alan Robinson? You want to bench him, too? Bench him, too, yeah. Bench all the balls. Let me look at Alan's... uh... (laughs) He just told you to bench those three players. All right, cool. Well, I'm just getting my... (laughs) We're all saying it. I'm trying to get mine in. How how about I do a two-for-one? This is more like a a whole thing, because they are pretty much the offense. Carolina's offense, and that's Kelvin Benjamin and Greg Olson. Mm -hmm. The main reason they're they're even coming up is because Cam, definitely not MVP this year. Not at all. Yeah, he's taking a huge step backwards. It's really sad to watch. <coughs> Sorry. It's because he's shook. And the crazy thing is, Greg Olson, like the last three weeks, has done nothing. Yet he's still the number weeks, one Greg tight Olsen end in the league. He actually has finally fallen from grace. He is now number two somehow. Oh my lord! Now. Yeah, he's been averaging like four points too. Who's number one over him? I'll find out for you right now. Oh, I'm, on, I'm on the list. You're a player. I think it is Delaney. Delaney. If it's not Delaney, it's Jordan Reed. It's definitely oh, Delaney. Holy crap. Oh, I love it. Delaney Walker here. Now, Travis Kelsey is the number one tight end in leagues. Bass is right. Delaney yeah. Walker's fourth. Averaging at 10.8. Greg Olson is 10.7. Wow. Kelsey, that's real. Like, shocking. everything about the Absolutely Chiefs shocking. is quiet. They're 9-3. Very quietly. Travis Kelsey is the number one tight end. I didn't even know. I, didn't, I mean, I probably figured he was the number one. I would have thought maybe even Jimmy Graham coming up. But um, that's the thing. I, you're, I'm sitting Kelvin Benjamin right now. It doesn't look like he can get the ball out to his receivers at all unless their name is Ted Ginn. And yes, I mean, Greg Olson has been bad as of late, but he's got games uh, coming up against Atlanta, San Diego, and... Tampa Bay, which they're looking a little better. They're good. And the thing is, there is no tight ends. I don't think you can bench him. I'm, I'm not going to bench Greg Olson, but Kelvin Benjamin, I'd look into that just because it looks like Ted Ginn's the only one who can do anything with Cam this year. Anybody else? I'm uh, playing Greg Olson because, honestly, I'm afraid to bench him. <laughs> um... There's no way that I can sit him for a guy like C.J. Fedorowicz or freaking even my man Zach Ertz. Like I just I I can't sit or Jason Witten. Like Lance I, Kendricks. 
Lance Kendricks, these bums. I can't sit. Uh, <laughs> I can't oh sit. Greg Olson, God. still the number two ranked tight end. With all that potential and still being one of... I, I, when Cam Newton can't get a pass off, one of his go-to guys, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I sick, I'm sick with Greg Olson, but honestly, because he's between the numbers <laughs> kind of guy, but like, that outside passing game, besides Ted Ginn for the Panthers, is one of the weakest in the league. Uh, and I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan saying that. <coughs> So, uh, <laughs> I, I'm benching yeah, Kelvin Benjamin for the rest of the year. Yeah, but I don't know. Your you, receiver is the easier uh, position to replace. Sorry for for stuttering right there, but uh, I stutter all the time. You got to keep Greg in the line, in my opinion. You still have to. Yeah, yeah um, tight end position's too thin. It's so weak outside the top five, which he's part of. Still, there's literally no one. And he hasn't done anything for five weeks. So that exactly, and he's still the, the number two ranked is. tight end. Yeah, it's absurd. All right, so we got Marvin Jones on here, too. Um, I think after, after week seven, you should have been benched him. So I'm not even going to justify that. I'm sure everybody agrees with that. Um, one that hits home for me is DeAndre Hopkins. And I don't know. I I personally haven't, but I looked at him last year, last week, and he put up 11 and a half. Wow. Like, wow. Is that I, the hottest you've ever seen? It's probably his hottest on the season, besides like week two. Week two but the thing is, like at 11 and a half, that's still pretty hot. You might be able to start him. What do you guys think? DeAndre Hopkins, you sitting him because of Osweiler at this point? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 In my opinion, DeAndre Hopkins has become a, a non-factor. Mm-hmm. You're not benching him. I would never say that, but he is probably like a wide receiver three or four, maybe at this point. It's yeah. really funny that it's really funny though because last season we would have called DeAndre Hopkins quarterback proof, and until yeah, we met absolutely. the man known as Brock Osweiler, we really thought there wasn't anybody you could put under center that would hurt DeAndre Hopkins. I think the uh, the most of this says about the player is uh, Brian Hoyer because that was the guy throwing to DeAndre yeah. last year and he was killing it to start this year. Yeah, Just about to played, say that. He man. played with Hoyer, Mallet, and it was Yates. it was mostly Hoyer though last year until he got injured. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Mallet and Yates, and then they brought Hoyer back in the playoffs and he was terrible. And I remember Yates. The only person he threw to was DeAndre Hopkins. Exactly, but DeAndre Hopkins was still getting yeah. the catches. Osweiler is just throwing it so bad that he has to contort his body like an exorcism and they, to try to make a ten-yard catch. And they were finally able to replace Arian Foster this year with Lamar Miller. Like I just don't understand why they're struggling. Their run game is pretty good. You know why? With you know Brock. Why. Yeah, Brock is terrible with his whopping. 55 completion percentage in his 100 yards a game. He's gonna oh my god, the fact that he averages like 160 yards is infuriating that he's in the NFL. He's terrible. He's like 6'8". What's your problem? It's not that you can't see over the line, young man. With one of the league's best defenses. And he, like I said, Lamar Miller and Hop with even the emerging... Yeah, I was even now really the, the, the rookie the receiver, uh, Kauf or... Uh, yeah, Fuller. Fuller's excellent. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of weapons. Braxton he's Miller. disappeared now, no, they, too. They had B-button on their offense, and they still can't get it done. Kid. And Fuller's disappeared, too. He well, started off hot. 200-yard games start off the season. Now Osweiler just sucks. Yeah, every, everything's disappointing about the Houston. But and, I don't care about that. And them. here's a fun Me game either. you can also play. Um... Go while you're scrolling on our Twitter looking at all that hilar- those hilarious tweets. Um, go find the first time I ever tweeted about DeAndre Hopkins being bad. or prob- Actually, it'll probably be about the $72 million contract with Brock Osweiler. That is the exact day I started sitting DeAndre Hopkins. A little fun fact for you. Alright, we're going to move on. Uh, here's an, uh, a little better one. I think this one might be a, a way... Uh, this will actually be way harder than... DeAndre Hopkins, and that's Larry Fitzgerald. I hate to say it, it ain't Larry's fault. Larry is a boss. 
Carson Palmer is trash bags mm. this season. Take man. him out. Don't know what happened. Take him out. He aged quickly. Who did? Palmer. Oh, Palmer? I'm not well, we're not talking about Palmer. We're talking about Larry Fitzgerald. Are you benching Larry Fitzgerald? Probably not. He's still been getting double digits. That's yeah. pace. Um You've been yeah. starting him, right? I've been starting him. He's been getting double digits, but he hasn't scored a touchdown since week five. Yeah, insane. Oh, last oh three God. that's kinda rough. Last three weeks. Still getting nine, double digits, so imagine if he gets the in the end zone. Yeah, I know. He's due and he gets at least fifty yards a game. And yeah, multiple games of uh, double digit catches 10, 12, 10. Hot. But yeah, I mean, like a, uh, like I said, I'll repeat my uh, repeat myself. Uh, nine, seven, and twelve the last three weeks. It's been rough sliding for him. But yeah, he's going up against Miami, New Orleans, and then at Seattle and at LA to um, end the season. I think he's going to have problems with Richard Sherman, who doesn't. But I think against Miami and New Orleans, he My, can get it going. Was and he playing? We'll see. The Miami this week. My, at Miami this week. I don't know that Next name. week, New Orleans. Against Miami. Thank you. Who? That's that's. All he's right, got Byron. He's got he's got Byron Trashwell. Sorry, see or no, Miami. He, against New Orleans, he's got Delvin Bro, who still can't cover. Against Seattle, they don't got Earl. And who was the last matchup, Seb? Let me find uh, out. Which is actually surprisingly a decent matchup. Where's the game? A bad matchup. At LA. Well, LA don't, won't even want them back at you that point. Listen to this. Free Fitzy for, no, for the rest of the year. I'm Free Fitzy. This is, that, this is the last we might see Larry Fitzgerald. Man, I think towards the end of these last few games, he's going to ball. The matchups are tough, but even even against the Rams in Seattle, those are division matchups. Larry knows these teams, man. He knows how to beat them. He knows how to get open against them. You think they're going to line him up against Richard Sherman? Hell no. He's going to be on the other side of the field, in the slot, on the right and left side of the field. He's going to be getting it in. Palmer still goes to him heavy. He's a target fiend. One of the few people besides David Johnson that you will hear an announcer's... Uh, bless you. An announcer call their name on Sunday. Like, I don't know. I I'm still going with Fitz. I'm keeping him rolling, man. He's too dangerous to, to bench, in my opinion. When you said free Fitz, I thought you meant trade him to the Patriots or the Raiders. Or the, no, or the Philadelphia or Eagles. Or no, a team that's going to go to the playoffs. We would if we had him. <laughs> Straight up. I got a... He would count for an extra win or two on our schedule. Possibly. He would have caught that fade that Jordan Matthews didn't catch against the Giants. He would never if we it. had him, we wouldn't have lost to Dallas because we wouldn't have ran it with Ryan Matthews in that third down. We would have passed a fifth. He's not leaving Arizona for a God, there's quite a few games. Like against the Lions, we wouldn't have ran it with Ryan Matthews where he fumbled again in that game because we probably would have gone to Fitzy on third down and he would have picked up the first. Like, there's so many right, situations I'm, I'm that a Hall of Fame wide receiver would have helped us. Because this means nothing. He's not going to Philly. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep nah, moving nah. on because wants, I want to get to these categories. We're going to do one more of these ones because I had Lamar Miller, but you know what? No, I had Brandon keep Lamar Cooks. Miller in your lineup. I don't keep... want to do Brandon Cooks. We are going to you bench Cooks. Lamar you Miller. play Lamar Miller. Let's get it in. Mike, yeah, I'm gonna go same thing. Michael Thomas is way too good for Cooks and Lamar Miller. He's the only person on that offense as well. Why not start him? Cooks outplayed Thomas last week. One week. And two yeah, weeks Michael Thomas. That. Is Despite Houston's offensive struggles, uh, oh. I'm a fan of volume and fantasy. Lamar Miller still sees 15 to 20 touches a game. You do your research, kid. You do your research, Greg. I already did it. I have all these papers. Cooks is on my team. But speaking of research. Yeah, speaking of research, we're, we're done that. And that brings us to our Hail Mary picks, which technically takes research. 
because we got to find those guys who are owned in 25% uh, or less in your league, and we got to make sure they kill it for you. So uh, who's going to toss it up first this week? Can I go first, guys? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Who's your Hail Mary? My Hail Mary this week is a, a position of need for most teams, one of the weak positions of fantasy football, and I ain't talking kicker or uh, defense. I'm talking tight ends. This guy probably deserved a game ball this week, but... Some of us uh, disagreed. We decided to go with other players on the same team. This is uh, Dwayne Allen, tight end of the Indianapolis Colts. Oh. This dude just caught three tugs, went off for a 27 in fantasy leagues. He's the 18th uh, ranked tight end. Probably was amongst the 30s before last week, which probably bumped him up this much. But he's only owned in 18% of leagues. You can get him... <laughs> Breaking news, sorry about that. Tyreek Hill, touchdown, Kansas City Chiefs to take a 7-3 yes, to lead. Sorry, 6-3 to three lead against the... I knew I should have started him. I knew it. My game pick. I said it. I should have sat somebody. I'm sorry, a 35-yarder. It was a nice, looks like a little double move on uh, Amerson, who's a breakout corner no from this year. Just ran no, right no move at all. Amerson just has slow feet, but that is what it is. Tyreek Hill is like the fastest player in the NFL right now. I'm just happy it wasn't Kelsey, but speaking of tight ends once again, yeah, Dwayne, I'm going to Dwayne Allen this week. Like I said, 18% owned, so you can get him in 80, 82% of leagues still. He's coming off of a three-touchdown game. Um, the week before that against Pittsburgh, he had five catches for 49 yards, so it appears he's finally uh, overtaking Jack Doyle for the starting tight end for the Colts again. Um, I mean, the guy's hot right now. He can maybe catch a few more touchdowns before the year's out. I think with Houston, Minnesota, and Oakland coming up, Dwayne Allen's a pretty good choice. You know, For the fantasy playoffs, not just for this week. Dwayne Hail Allen. Mary. Dwayne Allen is a great choice for fantasy. Uh, I couldn't believe the, uh, right his there. usage was that low, or his, uh, his owners was that low, I man. mean, Jack Doyle really took over for the big chunk of the season. While, uh, Dwayne Allen was hurt for a while. True, dude, but honestly, Jack Doyle, the last three weeks, man, has uh, one catch for seven yards, two for 25, and last week against the Jets, he had four for 30. Mm-hmm. But in the game, he fumbled as well on the one-yard line, cost the team a touchdown. Yeah, he almost had that TD, which would have been beautiful. Almost as uh, only good in horseshoes and hand grenades, my friend. Hey. But I like that one. But you know what? I don't like that one coming from you. You're going to pick somebody on my favorite team, so I'm going to go back to back. What you mean? I'm picking someone on your favorite team. And my Hail Mary this week is none other than Bootstrap Paul Turner for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I don't usually bet against the Philadelphia Eagles. And right right now, I'm going to bet on one. Owned in 0.1% of leagues. I bet. Um... He's only played in two games this year. Um, so just he got has, called up. He has in, four career catches. That is six. Oh, and that's why nice he's mine. Because last week, like I said, this is his second week back, and he has six catches for eighty yards. And the crazy thing about it is, with Jordan Matthews out, Paul Turner looked like the only option for Carson Wentz in that game. Uh, like I said, six catches for eighty eighty yards against Cincinnati. He has a little tougher of a matchup against Washington, but even better, he's definitely not going to see Norman. And even if he does see Breland, Breland has had a very off uh, season for Washington. I think Paul Turner, like I said, he looked like Wentz, uh, the only guy Wentz could complete a pass to last week, oh, and I think it's going to be all the same this week. If you Need had, a guy if you had to find a bright spot in that Eagles offense last Sunday, if you had to force yourself to pick one, <laughs> it was him by far. Mm-hmm. Let's hope he keeps going. I love me some bootstrap Paul Turner. Who else we slinging it yeah, to, guys? Who's tossing it up next? 
Absolutely. We already got two TDs here. All right. I'm tossing it deep. Oh, you going low. It's just the playoffs, baby. We need we need a big one, one, man. This is a big one. Mark this is actually a stretch. It's a hot one. But it's going to Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Henry Anderson. <laughs> Typical pace. We're throwing it deep to Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Who coming off last week against the Colts had four catches for 61 yards and a touchdown, which gave him 14 points in our league. Wait, Robbie Anderson at a tempo at his first career tug? Yes, sir, he did. That's a triple clap for the young man. Yeah. Give it up for the man. At least in uh, fantasy, that garbage time counts. Because in the real life, it didn't matter. The craziest thing is that he only had four catches when he was targeted 12 times. Wow. Which is pretty fiendish. So, um, I think with Bryce Petty in there, he clearly likes him as a target. So, you'll see a lot more of that to come. Um, He could be relying on him pretty heavily if he can't find Brennan Marshall. So, um, Robbie Anderson is my Hail Mary pick. I don't know if I'll expect another 14 from him, but I think he could get like eight catches for like 82 yards. No touchdown this this week. You can never argue, like I said, you can never argue with the garbage time. Because, like I said, in the NFL, it doesn't count. Monday night, that garbage time meant nothing when they were losing 41-10. Yeah. But 14 points hmm. in fantasy, that's 14 points that's, right there. Yeah. It don't matter where it came from. It's best to get that all in the fourth quarter. I love seeing that. That's a good one. I like Robbie Anderson going along with, uh, even though Bryce Petty sucks. I mean, if he's only going to throw to him and forget about Brandon Marshall, why not? Sorry, Craig. I think you get to do us the honors. Who are you uh, wrapping it up? I love it. I'm giving you a guy who's owned in under 5% of leagues. 5%. Now, that's a Hail Mary. No doubt. His last last four weeks, he's had a 17, a 7, a 7, a 7. His name is Kendall Wright Mm. from Tennessee Titans. Okay. He's the 71-ranked wide receiver. Uh, He's uh, shown that he can produce. He has three touchdowns on the year. He put up a 23 spot earlier in the year, eight catches for 133 yards, so he showed that he can be productive. He also had that 17, which is four catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. And he's gone over 50 yards in one, two, three, four out of the eight games he's played. Which isn't bad, 50%. So if you want to take a shot on him, throw him in the lineup, see if he can get you a tug. Why not? Yeah. Kendall Wright, he showed up uh, against Indianapolis and then all of a sudden uh, dropped off. I'm just waiting for Kendall Wright to come back. He's a boss when he plays for them, but they seem to forget all he did for them last year. No doubt. Taking a back seat. But yeah, that's, uh, I think we all tossed it up. and uh, That might be four TDs for you guys. That's four great Hail Marys right there. Aaron Rodgers all around, baby. Uh, Why Aaron Rodgers, dude? Because he's He's, the number one fantasy quarterback, base. Oh, my God. The Hail Mary should be called the Hail Rodgers. He's thrown like three in three years, dude. He's crazy. He threw two in one year. All right, but like I said, that wraps us up for Hail Mary. So, 
That brings us to uh, the fantasy, the, not the fantasy, the uh, game, picks. game picks. And we got a little update for you guys because we got updated. We finally fixed the game picks. We found out what it is. Yay. So all I have to do is find out where I wrote it and I, I can let I'm you guys know what's going on. Oh, uh, here we go. Um, no, no, we're not going yet. Oh, here we go. Alright, so new uh new standings on the season. We got ourselves a new leader, and that is Pace. We had a record of forty eight and thirty three. Yeah. Went seven and oh no. This was two, a couple years. It doesn't matter what we went. How's the rest week. of the squad? I killed it last okay. week. I went eleven and five. Uh and then it's a three way tie for second. One <sighs> game behind them. Your boy finish. It will be because you guys uh, all have the same we record. got a couple more out there. Yeah, we're all at forty-seven and thirty-four. You better protect your neck. So uh, I'm predicting I'm the, the ESPN projections have your boy winning. That's funny because uh, Toad just How? predicted the last five rounds that Craig's going to win. How dare you? That I have a lot of confidence in myself picking games. No. <laughs> Oh man! So once I can pull these up, we're gonna get into them, and I'm gonna take that lead this week. This week, boys, no. I want it. I want it. Well, I know my game pick tonight is also uh, yeah. also looking so we ancient. we did uh, pick before the game uh, off air. We did start pretty late, guys, and um, Slade picked Kansas City tonight. I picked Kansas City. Craig picked Kansas City, and look at that. Pace picked Oakland. Currently Thank down goodness. seven and three. So now I also had uh, with us. guys. I also so, um, had the uh, the Sixers over the Pelicans tonight on the side. I hope the Sixers hey, over the Pelicans. Trust yes. the process. He's a crowd pleaser. Hmm. But they also have that big old freaking Davis guy. Darn it. <laughs> All right, but um, so first games are on. That's. Let's kick off with the second game, the first game that'll start, and that's uh, Pittsburgh away at Buffalo. Um, man, this is, in my opinion, this is kind of a trap game. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I think they're gonna end up winning that AFC North, and I think their run starts right here on the road. I want the Berg. The Berg, Pittsburgh, it jerg. Pittsburgh, who? Pittsburgh. Uh, at Bo- uh, Buffalo. Oh, gosh. It's a good one. Like I said, that Buffalo, they can scare. Pittsburgh loves to score. <laughs> Do it different ways. Uh, Pittsburgh at full health. I'll go with them. Pittsburgh and yeah. Slade. I know why you were waiting. That is, such a, that is such a tough one, man. And you know I love Shady. He ran in Pittsburgh Stadium growing up, but they're not playing there. They're playing in Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh. Alrighty, so Pittsburgh terrible logic, for this I know, sweep. But yeah, I think Pitt's got it, man. You're right. This is the time of the year they always go on the playoff run. This is about the time that even when Buffalo is playing well, they start to blow it. So yeah, I'll go Pitt. Interesting. All right, we got a uh, next game: Carolina at home versus San Diego. Oh man, that was a uh, Sunday night. Was hard to watch. I'm gonna go San Diego. I think. Uh, Maybe not getting smacked forty to seven, but I don't think they beat Philip Rivers and the Bolts. It's it's in Carolina. In Carolina, yes. Oh man, I picked two road teams so far. Terrible. Put me down for the Panthers. Panthers, okay. <laughs> Pace goes with Carolina. Craig, Slade, either. Come back to me. I don't know. I hate it. Carolina versus San Diego. That is such an even matchup, in my opinion. Gosh, don't. Who is the home team? Carolina. Carolina. 
nothing Carolina does this year makes sense to me. Uh, I'm going with San Diego. San Diego yeah. and Craig, who you finning? This is like supposed to be lightning round. You know you want to say lightning round, lightning round. I don't though. Give me the Panthers. Car- <laughs> Carolina. All right, Cleveland at home versus Cincinnati. I might as well just write Cincinnati. I'm also going Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincy. RG3's coming back this week. Definitely Cincinnati. Please pick the Browns. Fadget. Browns versus Bengals. Where's the game? Uh, in Cleveland. Do they get their first uh, win in Cleveland? RG3 is back. First time in 13 weeks? 12 weeks? Something like that. No, he got hurt first game against Philly. Yeah, 13 weeks. RG3. God damn. It's not that hard. Lightning round. Lightning bolt. Lightning. Uh, yeah, put me for the Bengals. Alright, so Bengals sweep. No surprise. I don't think anybody's picked Cleveland this year. Alright. <laughs> Detroit at home versus Chicago. Detroit. Matt Barkley is not that great. Anybody? Detroit. I'm also going to Detroit. Detroit. Detroit's right. making a playoff run. Another like sweep. Third one of the week. Indianapolis at home against Houston. I'd be damned if I didn't pick my homeboys to win the division. Indianapolis at home. Lucas Oil. Are they going to collapse again? They better not. They've been putting up a lot of points lately, and Houston is not. For that reason, I'm going with Indy. I think Andrew Luck is on fire right now. Is Brock Osweiler still the quarterback for the Texans? Yep. Okay, put me down for Indy. Ooh. Pace, how you feeling? Don't Indy. you do it. Indy. I love it. A sweep for the boys. Right Jacksonville at home there. versus Minnesota. Say it again. Uh, Jacksonville at home versus Minnesota. Wow, this is so, so rough. I'm going I, Minnesota. I mean, we got to win eventually, right? Seven-game losing streak. Oh, wait, you guys are on a seven-game losing streak? No doubt. <laughs> I'm going Minnesota. <laughs> I want to go with Jacksonville, but I don't. I hate saying Jacksonville. All right, Craig, who are you going, Jacksonville? This always puts me at a deficit in this damn stand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jacksonville. I'm going Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville's. Jacksonville's. All right, uh... You went Jacksonville two pace? No, no. Oh. Minnesota for me. Okay, and Slade, who are you feeling? <sighs> that is a tough one for me, dude. I have absolutely no clue. I feel. Who do you like game. better, Sam Bradford? Yeah, boys. you make me pick between <laughs> Sam and Blakey B. Oh gosh, and the running backs are even worse if I decide to upon that group. Uh, <clears throat> pace, you watching? Yeah. See, with, with Harrison Smith going down, this really makes this a toss-up. I hate to be taking this long with this pick. Yeah, I know, because I'm trying I'm, to watch I'm the going game. Minnesota. Hey, you know what? You know what? Nah. Screw that. I take back what I said. Minnesota needs to lose to so Philly gets that draft pick. I'm going, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Let's get it in, baby. All right. Uh, Miami at home. Chicken, let's get it in. No! That's my- the wrong ninja. Let's go. All right. My, uh, flag, flag, flag. Oh, no. Uh, Arizona, uh, Miami is at home versus Arizona. I'm gonna go with Miami. Miami. Miami, Miami versus who? Uh, Miami at home versus Arizona. It's really not that. I'm going to Arizona. Arizona. We don't win a prize for this. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Anybody Anyone? speak up, please? Bueller. I'm going Arizona. 
I'm gonna start docking points. Tannehill can't do anything with against Arizona. Dito. Pace, who are you feeling? You guys all said Arizona. Mm. Uh, sure. Give me Miami. Oh wait, no, I said Miami. Can you go Arizona? I'm going Miami. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on, let me gain pints on you, dude. Philly at home versus Washington. My motto is never get bet against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going Washington. <laughs> I'm gonna regret that. Philly at home versus Washington? Yeah. Philly is really good at home. I'm going birds. Washington about to blow this. Let's get it in. Mm. Uh, I hate the bad guys, but I love answers. <laughs> oh, man. Philly's good at home, dude, and their defense is good at home. Their defense is 100%. Not against the different. Packers two weeks ago. Yeah. It is the Packers. I don't care. Packers are better than the Redskins, though. Accurate. Yeah, maybe. That'd be a good game. Redskins beat the Packers. You ain't the Rams. Don't come back you to L.A. <laughs> so, uh, did I, I, I've heard Packers, but I haven't heard uh, Philly or Washington from either of you two. I'm just waiting for that. You both can't go last. Um... Um... Um. All right. Uh, Washington. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Give me Philly. Philly at home. No pace. Philly Pick the Washington Redskins. All right. We got Denver uh, going to Tennessee to play the Titans. I'm gonna go with Denver. I hate the Titans. Denver going to Tennessee. Yep. On the road. On I'm the going road. Tennessee. Tennessee. Do 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 do. Do, 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 Tennessee, also Titans. Titans, baby. Craig, who you feeling? Denver. Stop. I'm trying to... Playoff push, yeah, we split like points. every one of these games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we started off, it was three straight... Uh, when like we don't sweep, games. we split every time. Oh, except KC. Wipe your mouth. All right, uh, San Fran's at home against the Jets. This oh. game is horrible. I'm going Jets. I'm also going Jets. Who's playing? New York Jets San versus, versus San Fran. Guys, that is so terrible. San Fran is garbage, man. Oh, I, so can, I can't pick them for the rest of the year, but the Jets at least have won three or four games. San Fran has one win, and it was week one. You know how long ago that was? Yeah, I remember the game vividly. Oh, sorry <laughs> about that. I can't believe you guys lost to the Chips, dude. 28 nothing. <laughs> oh. To the Chips. Okay, uh, so do you think they're going to beat the Jets, too? <laughs> I love talking about past games, what we're doing currently. This is the shittiest game of the week. We have to be able to pick this quick. Come on, guys. Yeah. I'm it it hard when it's Jets, the Jets, game. what do you think? You going friend? You going friend? Are, are the friend? Jets at home? You both are picking. Who's starting for the Niners? Are the Jets at home? Who's starting quarterback? No. I was going to say, Niners are at home. I'm looking at your picks, Bash. You said I picked the New York Giants in that game. I know. I, I just put it in the Jets. You. I'm just trying to get answers. Is well, Kaepernick answer. starting? Yes. Yes. I don't want the Niners. Oh, wow. Like ever would probably yeah, win. Give me the Niners too, please. Uh, we split again. Jesus. All right, Seattle goes to Green Bay. I'm going Seattle. Seattle goes to Green Bay. Seattle. Stop picking my players. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. <laughs> so I assume you were going go pack, go. I was. Till you should still go. <laughs> yeah, I think I will. All right, cool. 
right, LA at home versus Atlanta. Let's go Atlanta. That was too quick, fast. Atlanta. Everybody gonna pick I quick. I think I'm also going. I'm really good at this. I'm really good at this. Here's your opportunity, Pace. They have Julio. He's vicious. You want to go? go? Pace, you want to? You against, ain't the Rams. You want to go against the Rams? Right? You want to go against Jermaine the Johnson? Called out Julio. Said he wants to follow him all game. Bah! There you Worst go. Mistake of his uh, career. He's shut him out. There's okay. a mismatch for the Rams. LA won't hunt it. Let's you go Rams. You ain't the Rams. Uh, New Orleans going. Uh, this is actually a good uh, divisional game. Tampa Bay at home versus New Orleans. Oi, I'm. Gonna go with Breezes. Tampa Bay at home versus New Orleans. Yeah. Tampa Bay. New Orleans just lost at home. I know. To the Lions. I'm going Breezes though. I need New Orleans. Okay. You put me down for Tampa? Yeah, you're Tampa. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> I'm going New Orleans. Stop. Dude, I picked New Orleans and so nobody else. Give me Tampa. Oh, wait, I picked with Slate. That's pretty schmuck. Are we splitting every All right, New York's at home versus Dallas. Uh, oh, boy. You know what? They played them really well last time. But that was before Dak Unfortunately, Elliott knew how to play football. I'm going to give it to the Giants <laughs> this week at home. That's so dumb. You really think they're ju- they're only going to lose one game this year? They just year? lost Jason Pierre Ball. I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, truly accurate. And they lost... Um... No, that's all I lost. I'm picking Dallas until they lose, though. So put me down. Dallas until they lose. Slate's favorite game to pick. (laughs) Where's the game? In New York. York. I just want to know where to put the bomb. Just kidding. That's not a joke. (laughs) Uh, Sorry about that. That was uncalled for for other fantasy show. I can't pick Ty. No, nah. I mean, I you mean, probably could, technically can, but... but that means if they don't tie, you lose no matter who wins. Yeah, true. You can make no pick, I think. All right, fellas, nah. I'm, yeah, throwing you... up, I'm throwing up the X. I'm going oh. with the Cowboys. Wow. The Dallas. So... All right, and last game, Monday night. Me. Uh, last night. Ball, <laughs> Monday night, yes. New England at home versus Baltimore. That's Tom Brady. I went against Tom Brady, or no, I didn't go against Tom Brady at home, and he shat on me for it. But I still like Tom at home, so give me Tom. Me too. I love Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady at home. Is I might also like switch my pick. Whole career. I think. Uh, I might want a wild card. This. I think bitch ass Tom. Then we're gonna win. Alright, cool. Just Tom. Alright, Pace. Your pick decides my pick. Patriots, please. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Patriots too. Alright, and that. Uh, I guess that'll wrap us up for the the week. The longest game picks, and uh, I'm gonna try and watch him. Tyreek Ty, Tyree kill. He's killing it right now. Okay. Should have yeah, started. He just ran back ten yards. He's uh, but that's another episode down of another your favorite books, podcast, man. Oh, uh, and we're gonna be here with you through the playoffs. So keep tuning in. YouTube, uh, you can find us live on YouTube every day at uh, let's call it seven thirty. Just keep an eye from like seven o'clock to nine. You never know, but uh. I think we're going to start at 7.30 because um, we can never make 7, so why not push it back a little bit? Go live. It's always on YouTube uh, after the fact. You can watch us up until the next episode. Uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, go download the app. Go watch. Uh, go download our podcast. Enjoy it. Um, and now iTunes. It's free on iTunes. Get it right on your iPhone. Keep it there. You can have it forever. Um, other than that, go follow us on Twitter. You guys got anything to say? Um, I gotta say that the Jags are only two games out.
from the Rams record. Of the first <laughs> overall pick, you mean? Which... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Craig. <laughs> no, we are uh, actually third right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh. probably going to draft Dalvin Cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in the first round. Maybe third. Maybe punt the first. ball. Cool. All right, um, I'm going to yeah, say... Oh, okay, keep going. I was going to say good luck to everyone in the playoffs this week. Hopefully you guys do well. Hopefully we were able to help out with your playoff run. We would love to contribute to your championship. But, yeah, just uh, appreciate the love for or for uh, the whole season, guys. Uh, good luck this week, and go Birds. Good luck. See you all. Thanks for listening. Go download this thing on iTunes. Oh, my God. Oh, he gone. Tommy Q is gone for a part return TV breaking news. There's no flags. Crocodile tears for Tony. I was wondering why we didn't see Stone yet, and now I know why. I haven't received a text yet. Excessive celebration. Oh, excessive celebration. 15 yards on the kickoff. But who cares? Unless they're taking back touchdowns 30 seconds Uh, after the fact. I never never said it, so uh, go KC, go Indy. Let's see, how many people does he make me as? Just go Philly, baby. Let's go this week. We need to beat Washington. Thank you very much They're for listening. Cry, yeah, first off, Marquise King just missed that Lost tackle. Pat, Pat McAfee would never miss that tackle. Do you Still lose, the best punter in the league. Quick question, guys. Do you lose negative two for fumbling your mouth guard? Yes. No, you don't. Go Rams. But he did fumble earlier, so he doesn't Go Indy. And go Eagles. Fuck the Wicker Clan.